Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a story about a series of murders and disappearances that happened in the winter of 2000. Previously on New Winter. Then it occurred to me, what happens to Dr. Carver now? When I saw him, he was... But then I saw my partner suddenly grab a knife off the side, and he wasn't going for Carver. He was going for the old me on the table. This is episode 41 of A New Winter. No, I shouted, and jumped on my chair to stop him. What are you doing? We need to stop this, he said. We need to stop everything. This is the only way. We shouldn't have fixed him. Dr Carver stepped in and tried to pull his arm back. The other me flew round and sliced the front of his chest. Dr Carver looked down as the blood started seeping through. I grabbed the maniac and was able to wrestle the knife from him. I stepped back and he didn't move. What are you going to do, he said. Stab me? Maybe, I replied. Do it, he said. Go on. But I'm telling you, this is fucked up. We need to end all of this. And we need to end it now. For everyone. For Kate. For the village. For ourselves. You think he's innocent? He said, pointing to Carver. He's not innocent. Look at him. He knows what will happen if I change things. He knows that all this will be over. These experiments, this search for Bob. I'm trying to do you a favour here. We're the same, you and I. I drew up close to this man in front of me. In front of myself. You're not me, I said. There has to be another way. He took off his hood. He looked drained. (sighs) There won't be, he said. And he began walking off. And you'll come to realise that. He took a deep breath. You should just kill me, he sighed. Because where I'm about to go, what I'm going to have to do is unforgivable. And before he finally left, he turned back around to me and said, Just remember, you're not just one of us. You're all of us. 
Then he put his hood back on and walked off into the darkness. I turned to Dr. Carver. He was slightly shocked, to say the least, cowering against the wall. My old self was fine, still resting on the table, light shining down on my old body like angels guarding it from above, like some kind of shield. What what happens now? Dr. Carver asked. I remembered back to when I awoke. Dr. Carver's head smashed in. I needed to try and keep him safe somehow. I had to try. Maybe there was a way of changing things, of, of stopping the massacre. I need you to explain to me about what's happening here, properly, I said. But you've seen the future, have you not? He said back. Surely you know more than I. Tell me, are you feeling any different from before? Angrier, maybe? More emotional? I took a second. Since I woke from the operation, I did feel different. I felt free, open. It's the tumour, I said. It's gone and it's made me feel... myself, maybe? Hmm, he said. Well then, I guess you're back to your old self again. The real you. Whatever that means, I mumbled to myself. Right, how's your chest? You okay? Yeah, I think so, he said. I should be fine. I need to ask you something. Did you really drug me so I couldn't get anywhere? So I couldn't use my legs? Yes, he replied. I'm sorry, but we couldn't have you escaping or wandering around. Why? I asked. What does it matter? Because... Because you're the key to Bob. You're the one that can give us everlasting life, not just an extension. The possibility to live forever. As a healthy, able human. Imagine what we could do. Imagine what we could be capable of. This power cut is dangerous. There are multiple corridors down here. All leading to strange... Experiments. Experienced by whom? I asked. You? Yes, me, among others. But it's for the company, you see. There's more to this than me. We can't have people just running around here now. I'm just hoping the emergency system has kept certain doors shut, otherwise... Well, otherwise we could all be in trouble. And just then we heard a noise from down the corridor. It was something being smashed. We looked at one another. The hell is that? I asked him. Is that him? The other me? My God, Dr. Carver said. It's coming from next door. Oh no, he said, and suddenly ran out. Wait, I shouted after him, trying to catch up. I saw him go through the door into the room from before, with those ugly black pods. No, I shouted, not there. But as I went through, I felt the presence. The presence of this... This beast, this creature that I could not seem to shake, that seemed to be trawling these very corridors looking for something. I couldn't see anything, but I did hear my voice from the other side. Get out, it said. Get out while you can. Who's there? shouted Dr. Carver after the voice in the darkness. It's too late for you, it replied.
And just then I heard a horrible, gut-wrenching growl. And then Dr. Carver, screaming, just before, just before a wet, splattering sound. And then it stopped. Run, the voice said. And I did. I quickly ran into the darkness, trying to remember the route I'd come down. Behind me, I could feel the creature chasing me. I tried looking back, but it was no good. It was pitch black. Nothing. I started to hyperventilate. I kept my arm against the wall, now looking for a door, anything, a way out. Luckily, my arm came across upon a door that seemed to be open, and I quickly went inside. It was still pitch black, but I felt around for somewhere to hide. I could feel piles of soft cloth, and it comforted me slightly. Smelt clean. I quickly got into the corner and threw a blanket over me, and I just waited. I felt like a long time went by, that maybe I must have fallen asleep for some of it. But I remained completely still. I dared not go outside. Then, just before I was about to get up and make a move, I heard something. Footsteps, heavy breathing. It got closer and closer, and the door swung open, a light shining around the room. Shit, I thought, and hid again. I could hear the creature nearby, and it terrified me to my core. Whatever laid in that darkness, I did not want to set eyes upon. I closed them tight. I realised who it was that was with me. After the creature passed, I came out of hiding, and the torch switched on. And I knew that it was me. It was the old me that could only now just start walking. I looked terrified. Distraught. Sweaty. I remembered what happened. Shh, shh, calm down, I said. You're looking for the purple room, right? Apparently, he said, clutching his chest. He looked like he was about to keel over. Okay, put this on. I grabbed a pillowcase and found some scissors to cut holes in. It was strange thinking the holes I was cutting were the ones that already existed that I was looking through right now. I put it on his head. Can you see okay? I asked. Yeah, he replied, clearly confused, and I didn't blame him. I couldn't tell him the truth. I couldn't freak him out. He had to remain hidden for as long as possible. We all did. I had to take him back to the room which I had come through. I had to exist and sort this out. Okay, you'll need this, believe me. You don't want certain people seeing your face. Now, follow me. I took him the same path I'd remembered from before, and he was so slow. I looked down at my legs and remembered. Your legs, right? I said. They've been giving you these drugs, so you'd feel them not working. Stops you going anywhere, they don't want you to go. You'll be fine in no time. He nodded, and we carried on. It's through here, I said. And, like magic, there it was. The blue light. There we are. I was very proud of myself for even getting us here. My memory must have been improving. But wait. The old me pulled me towards him. That's blue, not purple. Just wait, I sighed. You'll see. I walk on through. Just me? Where are you going? He asked. Was I really this annoying? Jesus. I'm getting out of here, I said, turning to walk off. 
but you need to go through that door. And just then the red light came on, just like before. Was this the emergency system Dr Carver had mentioned? Was it too little too late? The purple room, he mumbled. That's right, now go, I said, and pushed him down. Now it's time for me to go. But where exactly? I walked further along the corridor system. The red light was washing me with fire, making my nerves feel raw. My eyes were starting to get tired as it adjusted to this constant red glow. And just then I heard screaming. Horrible, horrible screaming. It was high-pitched, but in excruciating pain. It sounded... Well, it sounded like torture. I tried to follow the sound. Maybe I could help. As I wandered through the maze of identical corridors, I saw a couple of nurses quickly walking away from me and into a room on the left. They hadn't seen me, but they had been in a rush. And then I heard the scream again, and it was coming from that room. It was a god-awful noise. And it did sound human. In fact, it sounded like a woman. I slowly made my way to the door, and as I did so, I could hear voices. It's okay, you're nearly there, one woman was saying. You have to push. Come on now. And the screaming was getting worse. I came up to the door and pushed it open slightly. The noise doubled. I looked inside and I saw nurses rushing around. Luckily they were too busy to notice me. I kept peering in, remaining unnoticed. I pushed the door back further. And in the middle of the room, the red emergency light still covering everything, was a woman on a table, screaming. And then I realised what was happening. She wasn't on a table. She was giving birth. It's coming, I heard one of them say. Get the container ready. Container, I thought. Was that normal? The screaming was intense now. And then, just like that, it ended and turned into heavy breathing. There, come on, cut it off. There we go. Were all the sounds I could hear. Another nurse came in, wheeling what looked like a strange incubation chamber. Clear glass instead of plastic, it seemed, and again it looked old. Old-fashioned, but not worn, just dated. And as I was thinking that, I saw the nurse turn around. And there, in her hands, I saw something that made me sick to my stomach. For she was clutching a small black oozing pod. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Thank you for listening to A New Winter. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period.